Hey mamas, it's time to rise and grind. It's me, Brittany, and I'm back with Christian Mom Uncensored, the podcast where I dive into all the real, raw, unfiltered mommy struggles and all the things from marriage to raising babies to making decisions to leaps of faith to trials and tribulations, you know it all. Thanks so much for stopping by this Thursday. Welcome to Christian Mom Uncensored. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Christian Mom Uncensored. I have so much to talk about today about Facebook mom groups. I just have so much to chat about, um, mom struggles, and then also I want to talk about Mia's third birthday and packing and going on vacation. So there's a lot to catch up on this week, so let's get to chatting it up. I pride myself on keeping my promises to my children. I think it's super important as parents, when we say we're going to do something, we do it. When we say we're not going to do something, we do it. For instance, right now it is six o'clock. I'm staring at Elliot. He is covered in spaghetti. Six o'clock PM. He's covered in spaghetti. Mia napped until about five. So she's going to be up all night. Not my problem. But I told her this morning, hey, after I get off work, we can go to the pet store because we're going on vacation. I wanted to look at some automatic feeders for Blue, our cat. Um, and while we're there, we can look at like the fish and the turtles. And, you know, there's like guinea pigs and hamsters and all types of things you can look at at the pet store. In fact, one of my advice or one of my like go-to activities, if it's like a rainy day and you want something to do with your kids, is just walk around the pet store. You could do a scavenger hunt just in the pet store. What? No, come back. Hi, you guys. So this week's episode is all about traveling with kids. So I am going on vacation for about a week, a little less than a week, um, to the beach with my family and my children and my husband. And so as I record this episode, it's going to be kind of broken up into a couple different parts. One, I'm going to be recording um, today. And today I am... It is about four days before I leave for vacation. So I'm going to basically give you what I am packing, what I am doing, what I am planning for. And then I will be updating you about how the trip down there has gone, what we've done so far, and any mishaps I've had along the way. So I'm going to record this pre-part and then record while I'm on vacation as well. So you can just hear like from beginning to end what it's been like traveling with kids this summer. I think it's going to be funny. I think a lot of you guys can relate if you've gone on vacation yet. And if you haven't, just like get ready because it's going to be an adventure. So I believe there's two types of people that pack for vacation and two types of people that go on vacation. So there's people who are really good at packing the necessities. They roll up their clothes like into those cute little like squares and they're organized and ready to go. They don't need much. They take just enough. They know they'll be fine. Then there's people like me who bring like their whole pantry and the whole medicine cabinet in 27 outfits for a three-day trip. Um, and then once you're on vacation, there are the people who like to like sleep in late, not really have plans for the day, kind of mosey and figure out what they want to do. And then there's the type of people... <laughs> like me, who want to know what we're doing every single day, 
who are going to be up by 6 a.m. every day and um, ready to do all the things. And what's so funny is that like type A people and type B people marry each other. And then it's just chaos. I have never met a couple, never have met a couple where one person or both people are chill or both people are type A. And so things go pretty well because both people either don't care or are manic. So I am obviously type A. And as you guys know, I've been packing for this vacation for 18 years and it feels like I haven't gotten anything done. So let me first start with what I'm bringing on this trip and why. All right, let me begin by saying that we're staying at a house. So we're not staying at a resort or even a hotel. So once we get to the house, we are going to have to like grocery shop, make sure we're stocked. The owner said that they have like general things like general condiments and things that you can use. Um, They have comforters, but you either have to bring your own sheets or have your own sheet service. And so I really like that because I would have brought my own sheets anyway. So I am bringing our own sheets. And even though they have comforters, I will be bringing my own bedding as well. Just because ever since I was a little kid, I remember being 12 years old. I went on a trip with my friend to Florida and in the hotel bed, I was like, there's boogers in this bed. And she was like, no, there's not. And I guess it would have just been like little lint balls. But I don't want to wonder what's in my sheets. I don't want to wonder who's slept in them, what they have done. I just want to bring my own bedding. So one, I am bringing our own bedding. We're staying with my mom and my grandparents and my siblings. So my family is all going to be in one king room. We're either going to be in the master or there's another room with a king bed. And so I'm bringing a twin air mattress for Mia And because it's her birthday, I'm going to set it up really, really cute. So I bought her. I'm now being quiet so she doesn't hear me. (laughs) She's downstairs. So I bought her um, like all the PJ Masks stuffed. She has PJ Masks bedding. Um, She has PJ Masks pajamas and a PJ Masks flashlight. And so when we get there, my intention is to like set her bed up really cute, tuck the little PJ Masks in. And then when she walks in, she'll be really excited to go to sleep on the air mattress. Um, I do expect that because she is three, she will wake up and climb into bed with us, which is fine. We can all fit in a king bed and we'll just all sleep together, which will be interesting because I'm a really light sleeper and Ethan's a really loud snorer and Mia is a crazy sleeper. And so we'll see how this goes. Um, also what else am I packing? I packed snacks because once we get there, there might be some time between when we go grocery shopping and when we arrive and my kids might be hungry. So the goal is to be there at three o'clock, which is when check-in. So we're leaving my house at noon. It's about a three hour drive. So we will probably be there between three and four, just, you know, the hustle and bustle of getting everyone out the door. And, um, so I packed like ramen noodles, um, like some easy Mac, applesauce pouches, mini muffins, graham crackers, not graham crackers, animal crackers, um, goldfish and baby snacks. And I bought all of the ones that have in that come in individual packs. So instead of buying like a bag of goldfish, which you could do, they do have the resealable ones. I bought just like the individual packs of of all of the snacks so I can really just grab and go with the kids like here you go put two in the beach bag we're good to go put two in the diaper bag we're good to go um put two in the car we're good to go and so 
I did that. Um, obviously, I'm packing a ton of clothes. I'm not going to get into that. A ton of toiletries. Not going to get into that. But for the beach, I did get a pop-up tent from Target. It was like 30 bucks. Um, so it was pretty cheap. We'll see how it lasts. It's not like a tent you camp in. And um, baby powder. I think a lot of moms know this, but if you don't, baby powder works really well to get sand off. And you're not really supposed to use baby powder on your babies, so I don't know why it's still a thing. But I did have to buy some so that we can easily get the sand off of us at the beach. Um, what else did I bring? So it was between a beach tent or a beach umbrella. And the tent, since it's pop-up, um, travels easier and carries easier than a beach umbrella. And that's something you have to think about. Um, you have to think about the trip from the car to the beach when you have kids. You could, if you are up for it, have you know two parents, if you have two parents or two people with you, do the first trip down to the beach with the necessities like, all right, here's a blanket or a towel to sit on and I'm going to go back and get everything else. But it could be annoying depending on how far your parking is from the beach. So I remember when Mia was little and we took her like two years ago when she was like one, it was a lot of stuff and it was just with with Mia. Now there's Elliot too. So there's two kids to carry. Mia can walk, but she's going to want to be carried. Um, you could use your stroller on the beach or you could get a wagon. The place we're staying at has a wagon. So we're just going to use theirs because I don't feel like buying a wagon just to go to the beach, even though I kind of want one. Um, but just didn't feel like a purchase I needed to make right now. And yes, so I got bento boxes for snacks. I think I mentioned that last episode, maybe. And that is going to be cool for the car. Obviously, the iPad will be fully charged. Um, she likes to watch YouTube. We do have like it is connected to our cell service, so like we can we have data, so she can use that while she watches it. But I'm also going to download a couple, um, like ten episodes of PJ Mask from Netflix, so that way, if she can't connect to the internet, she can still at least watch PJ Mask. And let me just say that the packing before the trip is intense. It is currently, as I'm recording this, it is Thursday. We leave on Tuesday. So we're like four, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So we're like five days before we actually have to leave. But this weekend is Mia's birthday. So we're going to a princess ball and to the amusement park. Therefore, my weekend that I could have spent packing is gone. So I'm basically packing finishing up packing between today and tomorrow. And I don't even know where I got cut off, but I'm just going to keep updating you. So the other thing I did was we, you guys know, like we have a house cleaner come once a month. So she's coming on Friday. We leave for our trip on Tuesday. So I'm hoping we return home to a clean house. Luckily, um, you know, Saturday and Sunday and even Monday we'll be spending a good amount of time out of the house and I'm like really gonna be very picky about where the kids play I might only let them play in the basement and that way our living room and everything stays clean for when we get back from the trip so it will be nice to just walk home to like a pretty immaculate house the other thing I'm doing that I think you should do is obviously try to eat all the food that's gonna go bad um, luckily the main thing we have is produce and my Mia's and Elliot likes blueberries, but, um, Mia's really good about eating fruit. So I'm not worried about it. And we eat eggs pretty much every day. So the thing that I did do for, 
pretty much like Monday and for even like Sunday is I bought a Stouffer's lasagna. On Saturday evening, I plan on making sure like all of our dishes are done for the most part and in the dishwasher. And then I'm not plan on making, luckily we have an air fryer. So I pretty much cook everything in the air fryer. And I'm not trying to use any major dishes. I'm trying to load the dishwasher and press start on it as we walk out the door is my plan. Like as we're walking out the door, the sink is completely clean and empty. Um, I'm not trying to cook. So I bought Stouffer's lasagna for Monday night. Night's dinner. The kids freaking love it. It's our easy go-to meal. Um, you can also buy like voila has some um in the frozen section of the grocery store, voila has some meals. So I did get like one of the pastas the kids like as well. So for Sunday and Monday, we're pretty much taken care of. We're going to eat out on Sunday at Adventure Park. So dishes wise, I'm looking to come home to a clean house. And then I don't know if you guys do this, but I you can, uh, this might sound weird to you. It is bad for the environment, PSA. Um, so that kind of stinks. However, I think if you do it like once or twice a year, it's not like a major deal. So I will put like pine saw in my toilets before we leave for vacation, which might sound weird, but I like the smell of pine saw. It's not the best cleaner. I don't actually use it to clean very often. Maybe a couple times, like maybe every three months, I'll be like, you know what? I really want some pine saw. I mostly use... um mrs myers or miss myers or whoever um when i'm cleaning and then i will also clorox if i'm trying to like disinfect so i'll typically now i'm just telling you my cleaning schedule of my products i typically use clorox to go through and like get rid of germs like surface like i'm worried about serious germs i will clorox the door handles um clorox the counters if i've like handled meat on the counters or something. Um, but Miss Myers is what I use on the daily. So Clorox isn't like a daily use, but Miss Myers is. And then Pine Sol isn't even a monthly use. Maybe every three months I'll whip out the Pine Sol. Um, but when we go on vacation, I like the smell of it because it smells like really clean. It just reminds me of cleanliness. And so I'll put it in our toilets. And then when you come home from vacation, your house like a little bit smells like pine salt and that like first good flush it's a little bit weird but it's something that I like to come home to it's not good for the environment I'm aware of it I'm sorry we all have our faults my fault is liking pine salt on my toilets before vacation about this meme that was like Mom gets ready for a trip. And so, like, she's packing, making sure we're eating everything before it expires, making sure there's enough toiletries. Dad's clips toenails, does a task that is completely unnecessary around the house, gets in the car. And it's so true because, and men just wait till the last minute. So, here's my one gripe. Love this man to death. Ethan's car is bigger than my car. We haven't bought our SUV yet. We just haven't had time. I keep flipping back and forth between which one I want. And so, honestly, I said, you know, September, like so the first week of September, um, Labor Day weekend, maybe there'll be some sales. I'm going to stop and I'm going to shop for my SUV seriously and just go ahead and purchase it then. 
So we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do for transportation to the beach. My car is tiny. It's a little teeny tiny Ford Fiesta. It's little. And we barely fit in it now. Like we can all fit. It's just like tight. So imagining, I have actually a pretty decent trunk space, but there's just no way with all the crap I'm bringing, we're going to fit. So our options were to A, run an SUV or just a bigger car. But I said SUV. If we're going to rent a car, it's going to be SUV. Um, so I can test because one of the options to rent was one of the SUVs I'm considering buying. So I figured it would be a smart idea and I might like secretly on the download, go ahead and book it right now. Um, it would be smart to go ahead and get it and see how I like the car seats in it, see how I like the space wise. And so I'm honestly tempted to do that. And I might do that after I'm done talking to you guys. Um, but Ethan's car has basically been sitting for a really, really long time. He has one mirror. The other mirror got ta- like flown off or something. And so he- we're going to a body shop today. Mind you, today is Thursday. We leave on Tuesday to see if they can fix it. He also needs like fluids flush and oil change on his car. And his car is a little bit, is um, much older than my car. It's a 2010. So th- his car is 10 years old, 11 years old. And so we could have did this like two weeks ago, a week ago, a month ago. I don't know gotten the mirror fixed and everything but no so now we're gonna run around today in the middle of lunch break to try and get this mirror fixed and then hopefully it'll be done by today or tomorrow and then we can get the rest of the car fixed which okay price wise it makes sense to go ahead and fix ethan's car and just to take that on vacation it's a great car it took us all the way to florida and back i think we'll be fine to go to the beach and it just makes sense to put the money we would use on the rental into a car that we own so that like long term the car is fine and it's like working and we're good to go using it continue using it however it is a lot more convenient for me to just book this rental suv pick it up monday afternoon so that tuesday morning you know we don't have to worry about going to pick it up but then you have to pay for an extra day and so I don't know it's just that men don't think about these things and even today I was packing for Ethan like um his last minute like things and I was like you don't have a pair of socks so now I need to go to Target and buy this man a pair of socks honestly I could use a pair of socks in the summer like we don't really wear shoes so unless we're going somewhere then you throw in flip-flops but just men and women are so different and it's really funny how many things we do like I'm over here looking at the menu for the country club like I think I want to eat lunch here twice so like what am I gonna order like I'm checking the wine list I'm checking the cocktail list I've already figured out when happy hour is like I plan right and I think the biggest thing you have to remember when you're going on vacation with family and with kids is to lower your expectations not that you're not going to have a good time But if you have really high expectations, you're going to get really frustrated when you had to leave the mall early because the baby melted down or you wanted to do this cool thing and your your toddler is now scared or your three-year-old is now scared and doesn't want to do it. And so like you just have to be prepared for those kinds of letdowns. Um, Even like we're going to a venture park on Sunday, like I mentioned, 
there's little kid rides that I think she'll want to do. And there's bigger kid rides that she can do, but I'm preparing for the, oh, I'm scared, or I don't know how to play this arcade game, and she gets mad. And with kids, like, you just have to constantly give them, like, mental breaks and timeouts. And it's going to be the same for vacation. So even, like, going to shop at the outlets, I really want to go shop. Um, and that's the hard part. Like, I would let, like, let me go. I really need to go to Sperry and get even some Sperry's. I need to go to Express and get some, like, work clothes and things. They have a Carter's and an Old Navy. And, like, that's great for the kids and a Build-A-Bear. Um, so I would love to hit all of those stores and I could feasibly leave Ethan home with the kids and go knock it out myself, but I need him there to try on shoes and things. And it would be so much more convenient for me to just order it all online. And there've been plenty of times we've gone to a store and I had intentions of shopping and the kid breaks down and I'm like, okay, babe, I just need you to try on this jacket. So I know your size and we're not even going to deal with the checkout line I know your size at the store now. I'm just going to go home and order it online Um, because I'm all over convenience versus price. For instance, like Instacart, it's you don't have to pay a delivery fee or tip if you go grocery shopping yourself. It's way easier for me to put my list together and have it delivered. So like I'm always about convenience over price. And even my mom was like, when are we going grocery shopping when we get there? And I was like, I'm Instacarting when we get there. I plan on arriving at our place. So this is, remember, this is my plan. I plan, here's the plan. I'm going to update you on if this, this plan worked. Tuesday plan. Ready? Remember, we're going to get up in the morning. We are going to either go pick up the rental if we're getting a rental Or if not, we're just going to eat breakfast, do the dishes, clean up a little bit. And then Mia has some presents to open. Um, I got her a backpack full of fun activities for the car. And then also just like presents and toys. She's really into doctor stuff. So I got her dog stuff and stuff. Um, And I'm really proud of how into she, she's really into pretend play. And I appreciate how like she's, her imagination's great. I love that she's really into playing pretend. Um, but anyway, so then Tuesday at 1030, Ethan is going to leave our house at 10. It takes about 25 minutes to get to Wegmans to pick up Mia's birthday cake. He's going to come back and we're going to have lunch at 1130. Um, while he's out after he picks up the cake, I'll probably tell him to stop at Chick-fil-A. I'll put the Chick-fil-A in order in. So it's just a Chick-fil-A pickup order come home we're gonna eat our chick-fil-a throw it away he's gonna take the trash out i'm gonna throw my pine saw in the toilets we're gonna set up the cat's automatic feeder um we are our one of our best friends is coming while we're away to um check on blue um make sure he has enough food and water and his he's all taken care of so make sure like our little present for him is in the house and then we're gonna load the kids up and go I am packing the car the night before. So our luggage that has our, because tr- my thing is I, when I travel, I don't take things that we actually use. So I bought new chargers and bricks. They're going to already be packed. Our clothes are already packed. We have new toiletries already packed. So that Monday night, our suitcase is loaded up. Our snacks can even be loaded up because by the evening, it'll be cooler out, I hope. Um, nothing's really perishable. I'm only worried about the mini muffins. So I need to make sure like the weather's good. Any toys can be packed. 
Um, the only thing that can't be packed, that is the bag I'm going to have with me in the car that just has, it's like my diaper bag that has diapers, wipes, and the activities the kids are going to do. And that's the only thing that's not going in the car. Car seats are getting installed this weekend. Um, I bought new car seats for Ethan's car. And so that way, Tuesday, literally loading the kids in at 11.50. (laughs) It might be a little, you know, depending on the time I have to give Elliot a boob. 11.50, everyone has peed, diapers are changed, we've been fed. I'm going to give the kids a game to play in the car, and we're going to leave. Okay? PJ mask cake going on the floor of the passenger seat. Snacks going in the back seat on the floor underneath Elliot's car seat or like behind, you know, that like on the floor. Next to Mia will be a bag of games. I'm sitting in the back in the middle, middle rider. Um, In the passenger seat, snacks for Ethan, probably a cooler with some drinks that he can easily pass back to me. And we're heading out. I probably sound so neurotic or like so type A. I don't know if you guys are like this, but the plan is to not stop. It is a three-hour drive. Um, I think if they sleep, there's no reason why I need to change a diaper for three hours. Uh, Unless like there's a blowout, then we will be stopping to deal with that. But if nobody poops, they can make it three hours (laughs) and then I will change diapers. Um, Mia will be in a pull-up. She's been wearing underwear recently, but I can't trust her with that for a three-hour drive. And if they start to wake up as we get closer, like let's say we're like 30 minutes out, I assume that like 30, 45 minutes out, they might wake up. We will be stopping at good old Mickey D's, getting them a small fry to share. They can snack on that. Elliot's an eater. He'll be excited to have fries. He will want to get out of the car seat. Um, we may get out and walk inside McDonald's so we can stretch for a minute and then get back in the car and drive the last 30 minutes straight there. I am still a germaphobe. I do not change my kids in public bathrooms. Um, Even like we went to the zoo a couple weeks ago, if you remember that episode, and Elliot had a blowout at the zoo. And I was like, we have to wrap it up and go. Now, in my diaper bag, I had clothes, wipes, diapers. I could have went into the zoo bathroom and changed him, but I just hate public locations. Even if you put a blanket down, I can't wash that blanket enough times before I think it's clean. And so I would just rather, you know, in the car, on one of the seats, even like on the trunk of the car, (laughs) change my baby over versus like a public bathroom because the public bathrooms are disgusting. And they have those diaper bags that have the changing thing in the middle of it. Hold on, guys. I have to get on Amazon and buy one because now I feel like I need that. Let's get into Mia's birthday weekend. So I have been sitting and teeter-tottering and being kind of concerned about what to do for Mia's third birthday. As you all know, like all of us have kids and it's just important that their birthdays are special. And I was really concerned because we weren't going to do a birthday party this year because I, if I threw a party, there are people I could invite and kids would show up, but I knew she was going to ask for a particular set of kids that wouldn't be there and that would have just broken my heart. So instead, God provides and I found tickets to um, Dream Party's Princess Ball. So if you go on event par- Eventbrite, they have a couple more coming up. They're kind of going across the, the, the US. I don't know 
um, I saw one for like, I think Georgia and some other places, but anyway, remember I said check Eventbrite, we got tickets to this princess ball and I was like excited. I wasn't sure what to expect, but it was really, really great and such a good warm up for Disney. I know we're not going to Disney for like six or seven, actually like eight more months, but it was such a good warm up because they had, let me tell you, first of all, Mia was dressed up as Anna and but like Anna's dress, the long sleeve one from Frozen 1. And so she was cute. I took a couple of pictures. And then as we were getting to ready to leave, it was Saturday. So it was like 90 degrees outside or something like that. And I was like, Mia, it's hot. Do you want to change? Note, I also packed a dress in my diaper bag to change her out of in case she got tired of wearing her princess dress. So she said, yeah, it's just too tight. And she put on her mermaid dress that I got in her um, a couple months ago and she looked gorgeous. She looked so pretty. Um, it was so sweet when we walked into the hallway to wait, to go inside the ballroom. I call it the ballroom. It's like at the Sheridan hotel and they had like an assigned room for it. And as, so anyway, as we're waiting to go inside the room, this little girl's like, she's so beautiful. And I was like, oh yeah. And she made like a little friend and they chatted for a little bit. And then we go inside this ball well, like this room and, um, Anna's on the stage and she's going to tell a story. Basically she tells the whole story about a frozen. She tells the whole movie note. So Anna tells all the kids to sit down by the stage and she's going to tell a story. She's going on about the movie frozen. However, throughout the room, like around all of the room are all of the princesses. So there's Elena of Avalor. I don't know if you guys know who she is. Elena, Alana. I think it's Elena. Um, there is Snow White. There's Princess Tiana. There's Ariel. There is Rapunzel. There's, of course, Elsa. Um, there's Belle. I can't remember if I'm leaving anyone out. But there's Cinderella and Mia. So I'm noticing that the story is going on and... But I spot Ariel's just kind of like dancing in the corner by herself. And I'm like, well, this is a great photo op. So obviously I got a mama bear this. And we go over to Ariel and Mia is shy at first. And Ariel's talking to her about how pretty she is. I thought it was so cute because Mia was wearing a mermaid dress. And so then she got a picture with Ariel. She ended up getting a really great picture with Rapunzel, which is good because in my house, Tangled's like a reoccurring Disney movie. We watch Tangled and Frozen pretty often, and I just love Tangled. So it was really sweet. Mia sat on Rapunzel's lap and took a picture with her. Um, she didn't get a picture with Snow White, but that's okay. She wasn't that interested in her. I wasn't sure if she really knew who she was, but she did. And um, she also got a picture with Elsa with her dad. Um, she was a little bit scared, but so the event was really cool. So it started off with a story, and then after the story there was um some dancing so the kids got to dance and then there was some singing so then everyone sat in a giant circle around the ballroom and Elsa got in the middle and sang and then after Elsa sang um Ariel got a chance to sing so the princesses did some performing and then they also had the kids come onto the dance floor and dance and then there is this moment where they were like saying okay parents kids come on the dance floor and they played can you feel the love tonight from the Lion King and I was crying like like <laughs> like I don't know I'm so dumb I was the only parent who was emotional but the reason why is because 
first of all, I'm an emotional human, but there is like little girls dancing and like they were walking up to princesses and giving them hugs. And I was like, this was a really cool event. The tickets were like $25 a person, something like that. And all of these little girls who may or may not get the chance to go to Disney one day got to meet their favorite princesses and give them hugs. And um, Mia was kind of like dancing with her dad to Can You Feel the Love Tonight? I was dancing with Elliot and I thought it was just so sweet. So as an emotional human being, I was like, oh my gosh, babe, this is magical. I'm the one singing all the songs. Like all the other parents are just chilling and I'm like, in, I'm really into it. So um, I'm obnoxious, but I'm like that at any event, like even the circus, like whatever event's going on, I love the energy. I just want to be a part of the show. So I just like bring it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so they did that. They danced some more. There was um, more singing. We did some more pictures and then they did like some bubbles. And then Elsa and Anna did this thing where um, Elsa accidentally froze Mira. And so Anna was trying to get the kids to help Aunt, um, Elsa unfreeze her. So they were doing jumping jacks and spinning in circles. And they had to go collect snowflakes and hand them to Elsa. And it was just the cutest, sweetest event. And Mia had a really good time. I was really proud of how she interacted with the princesses. Um, she didn't really like Elsa, but she did like Ariel and um at the end the princesses were blowing bubbles and everyone was dancing and Elliot was really into Ariel and so then after that we left and I packed that extra dress I'll tell you I have some serious mom skills for getting a kid in and out of clothes I um switched the dresses right as we were getting into the car and then we went to Chick-fil-a and came home and we were pooped out like we were so tired um and then so that was Saturday and I was like feeling a little bit guilty because I was like, wow, it would have been nice if her, you know, little friends that she used to play with a lot could have came. And Ethan was like, yeah, you could have invited them. And I, I'm like really against conflict and didn't want. So my whole thing with this friendship that kind of fell through is I'm still kind of hurt because this wasn't a decision on my part. I had, you know, come to the table with conversation and this, the other participant of this relationship was kind of like, no, like, whatever, I don't want to be friends with you. And I was like, fine, be that way. Like, obviously, my door is always open. I'm like that with anyone. Um, but then what hurts me the most, as you know, is Mia losing out on this friendship. Now, she used to ask for her friends a lot, and I would cry, because I'd be like, well, what do I do? And Ethan's like, you could still reach out. And my thing was, if me and this other person are not going to be friends, right? If we're going to end our relationship like she wanted, she said, let's not, let's stop being friends. Then I'm not going to allow the kids to keep interacting because if you just all of a sudden decide to stop, like you basically did, Mia's the one who's going to be hurt the closer she gets to these kids. So instead of continuing to develop this relationship, I've decided to introduce her to new friends. And so she hasn't asked for them in a long time. And so, um, I would have loved for them to come to the princess ball, but it, it was just like, I was just trying to avoid conflict. And I almost did invite them, but then I, I was like, Ugh, whatever. Such a hard thing to navigate. I'm telling you guys, this has been um, one of the hardest things to navigate for me and has really made me cautious about how I approach people with Mia in the future. As you guys know, I keep talking about this, but it's because my heart is heavy on this subject. Like, um, 
and it's heavy for me because like I lost a relationship too like I lost a friendship as well like my feelings are also hurt that you didn't like respect me enough as a person or care enough about me as a person to try to sit down and have a conversation and work things out um it it shows like some it shows something about maturity but um aside from my feelings being hurt, like I'll get over my feelings. I don't care. Like be mean to me. Don't, don't like me. And she never was mean to me, but like dismiss me, whatever. But you're in turn hurting my kids' feelings. And Mia is the sweetest, most loving little girl. So I'm, I'm kind of, that's what I'm pissed about. That is what I am pissed about. And I didn't try to reach out further and I didn't try to communicate further. Um, because what was I going to do? I didn't, I, I just didn't know what to do. It's just like a weird thing to navigate, but I was really, really thankful that, and I, even at the princess ball, I was like, wow, God, thank you for, um, this fell right on her birthday weekend, right when we were going to be celebrating and she couldn't have had a more magical birthday. And so she got to like hug her, the princesses, take pictures with the princesses. She got to listen to her favorite song, which is Into the Unknown. So she was like kind of swaying a little bit shy, but she, I could tell she just loved it. It was so sweet. And so that was Saturday. On Sunday, we were supposed to go to this amusement park, like I told you guys about, but we were wiped out and my best friend had gotten sick. She got a cold. So we decided to wait until she got better and go to the amusement park another time together. Instead, we went to Build-A-Bear and um, out to dinner. And Ethan took my phone to get fixed that morning it it couldn't get fixed till after vacation so we we decided to reschedule and then we went to Build-A-Bear Mia went um met her with her grand her grand her godfather and his mom who they're both really sweet and so Mia and Elliot built bears and then we went out to dinner and that was her birthday weekend it was really nice she got to ride a carousel and I was like nervous about her riding the carousel for the first time but she got on with her godfather and she was fine again like a great little pre-warm-up for Disney because there's going to be a lot more characters there's going to be a lot more rides so seeing how she did on a ride um was nice so there was that and then so then we have to tour preschool today and then tomorrow we leave for vacation so it's just been a crazy weekend I still have to get my nails done for vacation and um I was like maybe I don't need to get my nails done maybe I could just do them and on a level I still feel that way like I could just do them and get them done when we get back we'll just see how the day goes I better just go get my nails done or else I'm going to complain about it the whole vacation I know me so that was that. And um, yeah, so if you have a kid and you don't want to do a birthday party, and I think I've mentioned this before, next year she'll have a party for four, but then for five, we might not do a party. I like the idea of doing one year party, one year not a party, but some sort of event or trip. And so obviously Elliot will have a party because he's going to turn one. Um, it just all really worked out. And then I didn't have to like make goodie bags and get food and all of this stuff before we left for vacation. Because remember, we had um, our house cleaner that comes once a month come and clean the house on Friday. And then we were out the house all day Saturday. We were out the house Sunday. Somehow the kids still managed to destroy the living room. That's not a big deal to clean up. Um, At least like the bathroom, the bedrooms and everything are still pretty clean. And then we leave for vacation. 
And so it's going to be a good time. So obviously I'm kind of in a spirit of gratitude right now just because we had a great weekend. We're going on vacation. Um, and Mia's birthday was great, but I saw this BuzzFeed post that was like, um, people are pointing out privileges that lots of people don't even recognize. And I think it's important that we realize how, first of all, if we live in America, there's a lot of privilege that we have here, despite the flaws and like, you know, there's some systemic issues and there's like lots of things that we need to grow you know, and evolve from. And I think in time we will, I think a hundred years from now, people will look back and be like, wow, that's how things were. Um, but even still today, there are things that if you can do this, you should be grateful for. For one, for one, this one hit me buying groceries without having to carefully consider prices. And what that means for me is I do shop around and will shop at like the grocery store that I know has the best produce for the best price, but I'm glad that I, I can choose that instead of like the cheapest grocery store that's nearby that I like don't like to go to. Um, having access to a dentist in childhood, a lot of people don't know, but dental, dental insurance doesn't cover everything and it can be expensive. So if you're able to take your kids to the dentist, which seems like a, a right, right? Like it seems like it's just a part of life. Not everyone can do that. And um, that means that your kid's going to have like healthy teeth for most of their, or like hopefully all, all their life and all of that. Um, having your own space or room. I think this one's a really important one. And growing up, I didn't always have this. And then I did for a long time. But when I was a kid, I shared a room with, you know, my brother and both my sisters. And I mean, when I was like a young kid before middle school. And then once I got into middle school, I did get my own room and I was really thankful for it. But even just having a place that's your own, that you can get away from people, which as a mom, you don't really have that anymore is is special especially because if you think like around the world most families live together in shared spaces um having a hot shower and i saw it, it was talking about how a homeless guy had rented a motel for 50 bucks for one night just to have a hot shower and um how as soon as he got in the shower he was crying like his seat his socks were wet and um i only shower hot Except for I'm trying to, you guys know, I watched the Goop Lab a couple weeks ago. I'm trying to get like a little, like Meyerhoff, I think that was his name. Um, haven't done it yet. Getting as much sleep as you need. Now that's something as mamas we can't really say that we get. Uh, going to school, being able to eat based off of what you want. So instead of being like, oh, I don't really feel like making spaghetti tonight. Let's do tacos. Something as simple as that, whereas in other places... I know we had soup last night. We're having it again tonight. Or I know we had this last night. We're having it again and again and again. Um, air conditioning, which I think in these months we should we know not every country has air conditioning. And in fact, even if they do, a lot of them don't use it during the day. Um, and then even like having your parents to fall back on as an adult, like for advice or as you have kids and then um, having the freedom to focus on things like hobbies. And I'm thinking like right now, I'm able to do that. And it, I have to imagine it would be hard when you're stuck in survival mode. In fact, when you're not able to do something you enjoy, your quality of life goes down. And I'm going to, because for a couple of weeks, there's been um, some major content and 
things that I've been working on and developing and that I'll release to you guys pretty soon. And, um, but there was one week specifically last week, just getting ready for a vacation where I didn't really have an, enough time to do it. And I was like, babe, I just need time to get on the website and do this and do this and do that and all this other stuff. And I need to upload this and do this and just organize this. And like, so I can release this, 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 this. And, um, even though it sounds like work in a way, the way I'm like talking about it, it's not work to me. It's what I love to do. And, the fact that I didn't have time to like sit down and work on these projects that I'm passionate about and care about and just want to reach out mamas kind of made me upset. And I thought like if you're in survival mode, right, like if you're going from job to job to job, like you have to wake up, work and then go to another job. And then when you're in survival mode and you can't have any time for yourself, even as moms, I think there's a time frame where you just have to accept like, OK, for the fourth trimester or the new book the newborn period, you might not have time to do anything and that's okay. Um, but just having the freedom to be like, Oh, I like to run. I'm going to go for a run and, or, Oh, I like to do this or that is a privilege. And I think it's necessary. And like I said, I've been wanting to go for a run. I don't know if I said this, but I've been talking to E and I'm like, babe, I just want to go for a run. He's like, well, go. And I'm like, well, I still have to pack this, 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 and this. We have to go there. I have to clean this. I need to take a shower. I need to prep lunch. I need to do this, 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 this. And, um, on vacation, I could go for a run, but then again, it comes with priorities. Am I going to work on content or am I going to go for a run? I'm going to work on content. I'll go for a run, you know, one day. So anyway, I was just saying all that to say, um, if you have time to even like listen to this podcast or like have access to podcasts, I know that while I'm cleaning right now, I'm re-listening to one of my favorite audiobook series because I just love it. It's a sci-fi. Um, and I can do that while I'm cleaning and while I'm packing and that's a privilege so anyway just remember an attitude of gratitude is the best way to live and even just I'm really thankful for this weekend and how well behaved both of my kids were during the whole event how well behaved both of my kids were at Build-A-Bear and at the mall um they were pretty good at dinner like their kids so like they were a little bit messy a little bit fussy but they did a good job and so now we're going to be thankful for uh A good car ride is what I'm praying for tomorrow. So if the quality is weird, I had to switch to my AirPods. As you guys know, um, I'm on vacation. So a lot of the mom friends that I talk to say that you should, um, when you go on vacations with small children, like don't expect to like don't have high expectations and I said that I think earlier this episode or maybe last episode I wasn't gonna go in with a lot like I just want to get to the pool just want to get to the beach and so we have arrived um the kids slept most of the way down so travel was great but um so far the trip has been pretty fine the only thing that's kind of a bummer is just like running around having to do stuff you know like when you first arrive and if you're staying at a house as opposed to like a a hotel or resort, you have to like go grocery shopping and, um, you know, get whatever you need. And then unfortunately I can be like a high maintenance sleeper. So on the first day we got there, it was like three in the afternoon and we had to get pizza and groceries. So my mom and my family went out and did that. I stayed, I was just like over it. So I just stayed back with Elliot and set up Mia's birthday cake and, um, the first night was great. 
but it was so hot and like sleeping in the bed all four of us was just hot and I'm used to a fan so then on day two we went out and we got a fan from Walmart and then we ended up going to the pool in the afternoon which was nice it was just when you have babies in vacation it can be kind of hard and stressful and I think if you're a mom you can kind of relate where you're you're fine pushing past nap time right like you're fine pushing past things to do things but it gets to the point where your kids just seem to be cranky and fussy and it isn't worth it on some level so that's the only frustrating thing about traveling with kids for me is just like um first one Elliot is a mama's boy so he wants to know where I am at all times or he's crying and so then there's also a little bit of chaos because you're traveling with family and then and I also realized I think I have this disorder um I'm not sure what it's called I don't know if it's a thing but I saw it online or something where you get sensory overload. So for example, if the TV is on and the iPad is on and the kid's toy is going off and my husband's trying to talk to me, I can't deal with that much noise. I'm like, if no one is watching this iPad, turn it off. If no one is watching this TV, turn it off. Why is why is there so much noise at one point? And that's actually why I didn't want to go grocery shopping. One, I didn't want to put Elliot back in the car because I didn't think it was fair to him to travel for three hours. He started to get fussy towards the end. Um, but I was able to entertain him till we pulled up and then, you know, get out the car for an hour and then get back in the car and get back into a seat where he, you know, needs to be like crawling around and exploring. And so, but anyway, so that's why, um, when we first arrived and it was time to like go grocery shopping and get pizza, I was like, I can't, there was too much noise, too much chaos. And I think that I have that disorder. I read that it's like a sign of ADHD, I think, but I don't think I have ADHD at all. I think it's like a sensory issue where um, too much noise and too much, I just get overstimulated easily. Um, Maybe we all do since COVID. And that could also be a factor that I'm used to the quiet chaos of my home. And then so it's still chaotic. But so uh, yes, so then we ended up going to the pool. Elliot fell asleep. Literally, it is like a three minute drive from our house to the pool on the on property. And um, Elliot fell asleep in the car and slept a little bit while we were by the wave pool. And so the evening was a good evening. And then so then today, this morning, <laughs> it's Thursday. Um, I'm about to like finish this segment and upload this episode. But I was. I slept better last night than I did the other night because I had a fan and then I was getting up to go for a walk with Elliot I was like let me get my coffee I'm gonna stroll and finish up this podcast episode which I intended to do yesterday but it's just chaos with vacation and I I'm not even kidding I get like halfway down the street I see it's cloudy outside so here's where I'm kind of dumb And it's not that I'm dumb. It's just that I have mom brain. So like I'm thinking about a million other things at once and I'm walking and it's cloudy and I'm like, oh, and I feel a raindrop and I'm thinking like, okay, I felt a raindrop. I see the clouds, but my phone says that it's going to be 72 and partly cloudy. So maybe it is finishing up. Like I can see the ground's a little bit wet. Like, I, I don't know. So we're literally like halfway around like not far from the house at all. And it just starts raining on me. And so then I'm like, great. So I have juggled Elliot's in my arms. I'm trying to get the stroller out the car. I, um, 
have coffee in one hand, water um, in another. Like I have puffs for Elliot to snack on, water, coffee. I'm trying to juggle my phone and get the stroller out. So then I was able to like miraculously do all of that. And then I was trying to, then it starts raining on us. And so I'm trying to get everything back in. So I'm trying to get like the stroller in the car. I'm trying to like not not spill my coffee and um, we get inside and it's wet. And then I had to go shower. And so it's just been so much chaos that I just want a little bit of calm. And I can be the type of person where if I get overwhelmed or if things, um, I'm the type of person to say, forget it. I'm done. I'm over it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. I'm just going to go sit over here. And so we are planning on, on walking the boardwalk later, which sounds like a good idea. But even like going to the beach doesn't seem worth it anymore. And I guess it's like a fault of mine. Like a fault of mine is that if I get overstimulated, if I get annoyed, if I get tired. And just to keep in mind, I've been running since Saturday. Like I started with a princess ball and literally every day has been booked. Every day we've been on the road. And so even for um, like kid, like Elliot's sake and my kid's sake, I think they need a day to, to chill. And so my intention was to chill at the pool all day. But now it is supposed to be kind of wet and so we might walk the boardwalk I know it's hard to find parking and I can also tell that Ethan my husband's getting frustrated like he's getting over it as well so I am going to um kind of play the day by ear I'm not going to rush us if the baby wants to sleep he's going to sleep and then we're not going if he happens to sleep and then we end up going cool if like I just it's like I need a break in space so that has what vacation has been like it is absolutely chaos with kids and I think that I told Ethan the next time we vacation it needs to be like a two week long vacation because it's just on a level not worth all of the hassle for a few days and um I know a lot of other moms do this better than me I know a lot of other moms are like whatever good to go like whatever I'm, I'm just not I need like minutes to breathe and just to know that I'm going to get back. Luckily our house is clean, but I'm going to get back. It's going to be work. It's going to be back to life. And that's kind of stressful. So vacation has been kind of crazy um, so far and Elliot's super clingy and yes. So what are my tips for travel? This is what we did. We left on Tuesday. We had lunch in the car and the kids fell asleep. Um, I like to, because I knew it was a three-hour drive, I wanted to do lunch in the car to prolong them staying awake, like give them something to do to keep them awake. And so that way, hopefully, if they were awake for the first hour, they could sleep the other two hours. Um, Elliot fell asleep within like 45 minutes, and that was fine. He woke up 20 minutes before we arrived. I also... I have not done a long trip, and so this was going to be a test run for a longer trip, and I'm honestly not interested in driving any further. Um, I didn't want to have to stop. I didn't want to have to. So, like, gas is full. Um, went to the bathroom. Didn't drink anything in the car because I did not want to have to stop to do anything except for to get there, point A, point B with babies. Um, because I slept the whole time, there was no diaper changes. I did kind of make myself a diaper changing station. And one day, like when I go to Disney, I'll have a lot more travel tips because that's going to be a bigger trip. Um, 
But honestly, I think that when you have kids, you can't necessarily plan everything out. If you're a planner like me, that's hard. You kind of just have to roll with like what their moods are and what you feel like and be able to make adjustments. For instance, us going to the beach, we are completely worn out. We are not, we don't have the energy to carry beach tent and beach bags and all these things where at least where we're staying at there's like a wave pool and there is sand so Mia can play in the sand and we're gonna take a separate trip to the beach um to just exclusively do the beach for like a weekend and um that'll be our our thing but I'm completely just not interested in like the traffic and the peopleness of it and then also not to like scare anyone or anything like COVID's still a thing. And so I am, I am vaccinated. We don't have to have the debate on if you should get it or not. Um, I chose for my family and for me that that's what I wanted to do. And, but my kids can't be, so it's great that I can be, but there's plenty of people I know. So for instance, the, the CDC guidelines, well, they're back, they're backtracking now saying that maybe everyone should wear masks, but we're not going to get into this, um, on this episode, but I um, know lots of people. I have a good, I know a lot of people who are not getting vaccinated. Um, I haven't like hung out with them or seen them or anything, but I know, I mean, I talk to them, you know, we text and chat um, weekly and, you know, they say, well, I'm just not going to wear a mask because we don't have to. And so just knowing that there's people I know that do that, I know a ton of people are doing this. So I'm also just kind of cautious because Elliot's still a baby. Mia's only three. And so um, I, w- I do want to keep them safe. And, you know, that's just something to remember. Yeah, I'm covered, but my kids not aren't necessarily. <sighs> Parenting, guys, in 2021. Anyway, so that's all I have for this week. Next week, we have some fun stuff going on. I can't wait for you guys to be able to listen to that episode but as always make sure you leave me a five-star rating on apple Podcasts. um and i will talk to you guys next week travel with kids is chaos just remember that and you'll be fine if you're going on vacation just don't expect much it's going to be a mess um but be blessed be safe and i love you all i will talk to you guys next week bye